0: to the 13th episode of Trapped in My Mind I Am Not Your Host. And my name's Carla.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we have a special guest so we kind of had to open it up in a special way. You have a uh, special
0: guest every week. We d-
1: I mean, that's what I do say because everybody is special. Mm. But considering that you come from out of state to come be on here, you know, it makes oh, it a little I bit more special. I specifically
0: came f- just for this. We've been
1: trying to get her on since November. High demand. Yeah, high demand. Her secretary had to move some things around, but she's here. We got her for about a half hour. So we're going to try to fit it in under the wire. Um, So she wanted to introduce it. I think she had one more thing she wanted to say. Oh, yes.
0: I love Matt's intro. Very well done. Stuck in my head all the time. I wish it was longer, like an actual song.
1: Well, it actually is, but we took away all of the vocals, and we just made this beat for this. But it was a song. It's unreleased, so it's in in the... What's it called? It's in the, in the vault. vault. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, glad you're here. It's always fun hanging out with you. Um, interesting topics we kind of have that we might throw out here, you know, see how the flow goes. But, um, the first thing that I guess I just want to ask about, keep it light mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things about you is that, well, yeah, I'd say favorite things is you don't like to be in one place for very long. You like to travel around, um, go see different things, see different experiences, um, it's refreshing because a lot of people, and our and my myself included, you know, travel around on their phone, right? So you're from a different country. You tra- you travel to different countries, different states, whatnot. Question for you would be because I'm not well versed in traveling. I've only out- gone out of country once, minus ca- Canada, which doesn't really <laughs> fucking count. Have you noticed anything? Well, actually, we'll keep it f- simple for the first one. Uh-huh. What do you like about traveling, and why do you do it so often?
0: Um- Okay, I feel like because I had such a big move and I was very, very attached to, like, the place I came from, once everything got shifted, I had to, like, teach myself to not get attached to places because it, like, hurts every time you leave.
1: You mean when you came to the U.S.? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I just, like, I'm very open to travel. And when I moved here, I, like, am not very fond of Michigan, which I get It's not the great because it a lot of people do love Michigan and I I get the beauty of it but it's just not the place for me so as soon as I got here I my mentality always was like I can't wait to get out of here like I'm gonna get out of here as soon as I finish college like I'm out so moving wise like for living I think that's why but traveling wise like I just love like meeting new people going to random countries not like staying at the resorts and the hotels but like staying at the airbnb with locals and i don't know just finding like new experiences getting lost like having random adventures i think it's it like it's good for my mental health and it makes life more exciting for me
1: okay i mean i definitely can relate to the sense that it's fun to get away i like michigan except for like in january and february but um so okay so when I was in Spain, obviously mm. you were there. One thing that I noticed mm. to be different was um, they seem to wake up later and mm. go to bed much later. And everyone there seemed to be pretty friendly. Granted, you know, I've been to more places in the U.S. and I haven't really seen it like that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, whether it be like laws or just norms of other countries that differ from what you've observed here? And if so, is it better or worse in your opinion?
0: I don't, I don't feel like you like you can say anything is better or worse like it just is but like in Europe I don't like that they don't have a lot of chip flavors and all <laughs> the chip flavors are like ketchup or paprika And or pickle I th- yes it's just like not good and I think that's one of the bad things about Europe that in like their bathrooms like the where you shower like usually doesn't have like a curtain or like a, a Not a window but like a glass to like prevent the water from getting everywhere. So like everything always gets wet and then comparing it to here I think one of the big ones like I was talking to my boyfriend about Just like random laws and we were talking about like cash bail and like that doesn't exist in France
1: cash bail
0: bail Sorry bail cash bail. What is that when you post cat like when you get arrested and you have to pay bail. bail to like get out like, that doesn't exist in France. And then, like, referrals, like, or copay, like, that doesn't exist in, like, a lot of places. You mean, like, in the a medical world. World. Yeah. regard? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I, I, I guess I would categorize that as bad because I lost a lot of money paying for medical expenses.
1: You mean outside the United States?
0: No, in the <laughs> United States.
1: Oh, because. So, you're saying medical expenses are usually fully covered outside the United States, as or we here have copays? Is that the difference?
0: Yeah, because like in France, for example, they have like universal comprehensive healthcare. So they can just go to the doctor like whenever, like for preventative measures. And here it's like we wait to go until we absolutely have to go because we have to pay for it. And then uh-huh. it's like when you do go, you have to copay. And if you want to go to a specialist, then you need a referral. Yeah. So it's like a whole process.
1: Yeah. That makes and sense. then.
0: But I don't know. I feel like people are definitely nice here and they're very nice in D.C. But I like the warmth and then like instant click of like communities values is like different in like Mexico or like it was very big in Morocco, too.
1: Yeah, I guess that's that's the one country that I think I'm most interested in hearing about is if there's like differences. And this could be a very naive question, but. I know one of the things when you were going there, you were kind of concerned about it is like if you're allowed to show your hair, right? Mm-hmm. So was was that like do you know if there are women's rights there are as radical?
0: I mean, it's a Muslim country and I was definitely like nervous beforehand, just from like the stuff that you see in the internet. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, I honestly felt like really comfortable wearing like off the top sh- off the shoulder shirts or like crop tops especially in like the capital like rabat is very modern and i didn't i didn't feel like people would give me dirty looks or like mm-hmm. men would stare at me because i didn't have like a hijab or any type of head covering i thought it was a lot better than i expected it to be and even in like the more conservative areas like obviously i'm, I'm i want to be mindful mm-hmm. of like their culture so i didn't go out wearing the same clothes that I would normally wear here. Like I try to be more conservative as well, but I'd never felt like threatened or attacked or anything.
1: Okay, well that's good. That's good. I guess I don't really know what kind of specific uh, laws I was looking to hear about, but it's good I mean, to they hear. They can't buy alcohol. Oh yeah, you were saying. And honestly, that that one surprised me.
0: Yeah, we had to when we did like the desert tour. Um, the Berber guy that was in charge of it all was like, "Can you buy us gin?" Like we. Buy it, so then we got them all drunk for the Yeah, New that's year.
1: insane. So, like, tourists will come in and they can have alcohol from where do they get it from? Just different countries. There's
0: like a supermarket called I want to say Carrefour or something like that that they get it at. I mean, we went to a restaurant and they had like cocktails, but like 90% of the time it was like mocktails. And the mm-hmm. one restaurant that was advertising cocktails, the guy was like, If the police come like don't tell them there's alcohol on it Mm. so i guess i don't know really if tourists are or are not based of like based on that interaction
1: but it's typically the tourists who will have the booze and the locals will do a lot to get it i wonder if they have like a a modern day prohibition type thing going on like is there people like like speakeasies or uh what's the word like uh like mafia type shit where People like a, a small portion of people make the largest amount of quantity of mm-hmm. alcohol and distribute it how they choose. it will just be interesting to know. But I mean, anyway, always like hearing about your travels. We can turn it to a more uh, not light tone. Oh,
0: we're shifting straight to the dark. yeah. We're,
1: we're gonna.
0: Oh, okay. can we not? Since we're talking about alcohol, can we not discuss your former straight edge years?
1: Okay. So really what think? do you want? What do you want to know?
0: I just what like why were you so against? Every, not everything but like drinking and um, any other um, non-model citizen activities.
1: It's a good question and I um, I mean I I don't really know. I will say so for people who didn't know me, uh, honestly probably my close friends got it the worst If it was in high school we and you were drinking, I would literally like like I'm not talking to you like you're being irresponsible. Blah, 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 But then I quickly realized probably, actually, it probably wasn't that quick. I probably should realize quicker, but started to realize that I would lose more friends if I kept pushing people away who wanted to drink or smoke or go party. And I think the reason I acted like that, so I don't know why I didn't drink or smoke. I think maybe I was afraid of how it, I, it would affect me because I don't, so I think honestly, a lot of it comes back to being a control freak. When you're under the influence, before I ever drank or anything, I was told that you lose control. And so that right there is a trigger to me, losing control. Well, I'm so used to having control, so why would I want to lose control? Mm-hmm. Also, people said the benefit to it was, you know, you can loosen up and you can have fun. I, I genuinely think I usually can do that without alcohol. And mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, it's sometimes easier to loosen up with it, but I don't think I need it um so and also i mean another thing um from what i know my my grandpa was an alcoholic and so i don't know i didn't know if like alcoholism like ran Mm -hmm. in my family not anybody i know like i'm close with really has has abused alcohol but i know like my mom would kind of give me some shitty stories about some things that my grandpa would do and Mm -hmm. he wasn't all bad but uh not from I'm what honest. i from what I know, yeah, mm-hmm. but it just it didn't appeal to me, and so I thought i since I didn't do it, I don't want my people doing it, and so I would say, "Hey, don't do this, and then obviously they're going to do it, and mm-hmm. then that's another loss of control right there, so it oh. pissed me off because I couldn't control people, and I wasn't ready to drink with them, so I think that was the first real <clears throat> You can Sorry. cough it. No, the- I don't give a shit. I think right. I think that was the re- uh, thinking out loud. Now I think that might have been the first real time where I had to accept. I don't control everything, mm-hmm. and like in my personal life with my friends, because I I mean I seriously would like disassociate from people for like three months on end. Like wow, like fuck you for drinking or like <laughs> honestly like if some people started hooking up like too soon. I'd be like. that's trashy like i would just i'd fucking shame people because dude i know i'd shame them because i wasn't there Mm -hmm. and i couldn't control what they did which pissed me off so i mean does that answer your question
0: yeah i just think it's it's weird weird. it's yeah it's strange
1: And and honestly i still see some effects to it like i'd say like most of my guy friends are probably fine with telling me shit that they do now but i mean even up to like probably two years ago like, when I started drinking, people would be nervous to, like... If they were going out to, like, smoke with their friends, they probably just wouldn't tell me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, not that they I, I need to know or not, but, like, I still feel like people think that they're going to get judged by me for what they do, mm-hmm. which they have every reason to think that. Um, and honestly, I, I mean... But
0: people I, do think that, for the record. Yeah,
1: I'm sure they do. And honestly, I do judge a little bit of some things that some people do. Mm-hmm. But not we all? Yeah. But the sa- at the, in, the, in the same token... I pretty much know who my friends are and who who I like so you know you can go do some shit and I might disagree with it but I've learned to accept that but yeah it was bad for a while so long-witted question long-witted answer to your question hopefully Uh, it it was good I was just
0: curious as to what even cost it and like what your issue was with other people doing it
1: yeah yeah well that's what I'm saying people I was closest with like friends and relationships if they started doing it they got it the worst so I apologize for anybody who is at the wrath of me. I feel like
0: that just makes you, like, that puts you in a positive feedback loop because when I get told, like, oh, no, you can't do this, it's like, watch me.
1: That's another thing I learned is you try to control people. So Some people, I think, do like to have guidance and control for back-of-letter words. They like to have somebody to lean on. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And some people like both in, in small doses. But I've learned that, like, if you try telling somebody that, they can't do something that, you know, maybe they even want to do it, but you say they can't. Mm -hmm. Well, then now they want to. And if they definitely wanted to, you're not going to stop them from doing it. So, um, yeah, I I learned that one hard too. And that one pissed me off bad if I tried stopping somebody from doing something and then they fucking did it to spite me. But it happened a lot. So I had, maybe I had like (laughs) anger issues. I don't know. But maybe that's why I used to argue with people a lot and I got good at arguing because I was never physically imposing. So I had to use my verbals. So if you want to argue, like, that's what i used to do Mm. but it pushed more people away than i'd like so i don't do it anymore i feel attacked right now well i'm not attacking you
0: (laughs) you're just like
1: because you asked a good question and it's it's provoked some thoughts so yeah i mean i'm not i'm not happy to be that way but i think uh i I think i've calmed down in that regard for the most part so took some time
0: hey some hard uh, lessons better late than never
1: true Late bloomer in that regard. Late bloomer on a lot of things.
0: <laughs> Late bloomer all around.
1: Yeah. So, um, what was the pivot I was gonna do before you pivot. so rudely interrupted me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not, not rude. It was a good question. Um. Oh. So this is another thing. So speaking of friends, you might disagree with. Oh no. So you already know where I'm going. If I'll,
0: if this is a gossip thing. Yeah.
1: This is a gossip thing. So oh. I'm not gonna you know air out dirty laundry, but.
0: He never airs out the dirty laundry people.
1: Not even microphone. <laughs> um, but, uh, so we had a misunderstanding, right? I called you and and basically yelled at you for not telling me some gossip about something that didn't matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I wasn't yelling at you. I, like, teased you about it. Mm-hmm. However, it was at a time where, you know, you had other shit going on, so you took it as if I was yelling. So it was probably miscommunication on both of our ends. Mm-hmm. That part was a misunderstanding because I said it as a joke. However, the part that I would like to discuss is because it it, you've made me think with you know some of the things you said I didn't read it all because it looked pretty mean so I just ignored it yeah I ignored it either way either way as you wish either way okay um so a question for you Mm -hmm. does gossiping make you a bad person
0: is it gossiping with malicious intent
1: well that's so that's what I would say makes you a bad person if 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 I tell okay I Okay, well, I'll just introduce my my opinion if we want to get it going.
0: Oh, I thought I was being asked for my opinion. Yeah,
1: but then you then you asked the a question. So, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so give me your opinion on if it's with malicious intent and if it's with it's okay. not.
0: If it's, like, you're gossiping to try and, like, stir the pot and, like, start some drama that could potentially lead to, like, bad actions or, like, other people have, like, bad confrontations Then yeah, I think it's bad, but on the other hand, like... I love knowing the tea and I come I come so like my state in Mexico is not it's like known for like gossiping mm-hmm. like we are known for being big gossipers and that's <laughs> and like in high school I like had a big mouth so I I know I had well, I know the the consequences that there are to gossiping, even if you're, like, trying to do it to, like, help people. Like, people still don't enjoy it when you open your mouth. So, I have I think I've gotten significantly better at keeping stuff to myself. Though I still really enjoy knowing it, but I just keep it to myself now.
1: So, you're saying you think people get their feelings hurt when they know that you're sharing around some shit about them? Yeah. Or you're sharing around some shit that they'd like to know and you didn't tell them?
0: I feel like the former people don't like obviously well, yeah which I, I i get it completely but before i used to be like oh well like somebody told me this and it's about somebody else and like they could probably like profit in knowing and i I was also a huge um starts with an m where you like try to come in and like fix people's problems or like whatever starts with an m yeah. uh no i can't think of the word Mama-y. No, <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> Mamita.
0: but you know, like I would hear like something from somebody and then I would like be like, hey, like this might be happening. Mockingbird? No. Um, and so so then like I would try to take it upon myself, like I would melange myself or what is it? like? Either way. Yeah, like I would try to get myself into it to like try to fix the problem, but mm. I would always just like make the problem worse by like letting more parties know. Yeah. But in the other one about like not telling people stuff that they would have liked to know. Like I said, because I do like knowing the stuff, but I have been burnt before by like opening my mouth to it. Like mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore. So now I just like, I enjoy knowing tea a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't spill it.
1: Yeah, and I would agree pretty much exactly with what you said. If you are if you wanna know gossip so that way you can, you know, use it maliciously against somebody or tell somebody else who you know is gonna use it maliciously, then yeah, mm-hmm. fuck you, dude. Um, and we've all done it.
0: Yeah, Um, unfortunately.
1: And we've all probably been a victim of it. But if, you know, let's say like you and I, we, you tell me some shit that really doesn't have any relevance to me, but it's like, oh, you know, it's just something like just tea to share. Mm -hmm. And then I digest it and it goes away. Well, then I don't think that's that bad. So that's why I was so surprised because when i asked you Uh so the situation i asked you had no relevance to me at all and honestly i could have gone my whole life not knowing it it's not Mm -hmm. my business but it's something that like if i knew first i probably would have just told you just like hey did you hear this i
0: feel like that's where like we our opinions diverge yeah
1: so let's let's just because it's like
0: i'm i'm cool with gossip when it's like oh my god like somebody did this or like or somebody moved, or somebody that's like something was like somebody got engaged because mm-hmm. like, engagements and pregnancy are just like off the roof right now.
1: See, that's not gossip though. I don't that
0: think. is gossip.
1: I mean, not if they've came out and said, "Hey, I'm pregnant," or "Hey, I'm engaged."
0: I'm well. It's just like appalling to me because like my mindset right now is just like I can't even fathom.
1: Okay, so keep going. So like that
0: is gossip to me. But when it comes to like people's se- like more intimate, personal stuff like people's sexuality or um, sexual orientation or whatever, or family matter yeah then I even if like I don't know it just didn't it wouldn't come to mind to be like oh hey like this is juicy tea that me like I could tell somebody that I trust like I just didn't like you know I feel like that person if that person told me it was because they confided in me and if I see that they're still like struggling with it or they're like uncomfortable then like I don't feel like it's my place to share it even if I know that like a very close friend of mine that's very trustworthy, i.e. yourself, wouldn't share it. Mm -hmm. You would probably like knowing it and would get a kick out of it, but in like, you know?
1: Yeah, and and, well, I just want to, I mean, not that anyone knows what we're talking about, but I wouldn't even say get a kick out of it or like knowing it. It's just like, it's one of those things where, you know, it's a mutual person we know. Mm -hmm. It's something I didn't previously know. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change how I view them or how I treat them. Mm -hmm. But, and so, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree to a certain degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like if let's say let's say I got like let's say I actually got pissed you didn't tell me, then mm-hmm. I think that's shitty on my end cause it's like, do I need do I really need to know that? No. Mm-hmm. However, like, I mean I think whether you shared it with me or not, I think either way it's probably doesn't really matter to me. If you sh- if you would have shared that with me, I don't think that would make you a bad person. If you share gossip with somebody you confide in you trust in, whether it's personal or not. Unless that person specifically said, hey, do not tell anybody, mm-hmm. um, that's the only... Like, if people say, hey, do not tell somebody or do not tell a certain person, I will I will try my best to, um, you know, honor that. And mm-hmm. I think for the most part I do. But if somebody, like, tells me something that might be intimate and they don't give me that, like, explicit, like, do not say this, then yeah, there's probably a certain few people in my life who I'll just tell it to as long as I don't think they're going to use it maliciously just because... It's just a talking point that um, you know you can just discuss and share your mm-hmm. thoughts on whether it's good, bad, whatever, and it doesn't leave that conversation. So yeah. my opinion is that wouldn't make me a bad person. It wouldn't make you a bad person. But in the same stroke, if you chose not to do it, that's your that's your own choice. And that doesn't make you or me not as close because you didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it would have been bad if I actually would have got pissed at you because you didn't tell me. Which I think you did think I was pissed, but I wasn't. I don't
0: know. It was just like a very confusing weekend.
1: Okay. But, so moral of the story, in your opinion, Uh gossip isn't bad as long as it's not used maliciously or as long as you're not gossiping about somebody's really intimate details. Yeah. Okay.
0: And also, I guess, if we can add... Like, if it's grapevine gossip, where it's, like, I heard from somebody who heard, who heard, blah, blah, blah. Then it's, like, okay, do you even have the right story at this point if you've heard it from, like, so many people?
1: Are you saying you shouldn't pass along grapevine? So, I guess that's, like, rumors. Are you saying you shouldn't pass that along?
0: I, like, I feel like if I would get one, I'd be, like, okay, but, like, do we... Like, if somebody would be, like, oh, someone, like, this person, I heard from this person who told me this person said... That you suck. I would I'd be like, okay, like that's been removed. So many people. Yeah,
1: like, but I, is that type of gossip okay to spread around or not? Oh no. Okay, then I would agree. Like, I think it's actually it would be worse. So for our situation, let's say you heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody. Mm-hmm. I think that's worse that you're sharing it with me because you don't even know what the fuck the story is. Yeah. As if you were the first person to hear from this person, you know exactly from their mouth what they were talking about, and then mm-hmm. you tell me. I feel like that's less shady for some reason because it's like you know you're not making anything up. This is from this, mm-hmm. the resource itself, and um, obviously that could be that could be worse if I then took it and ran with it, but if it stayed there and it stopped there, I think it's better than if, if you pass along gossip that came from you know five other fucking he said she said. Mm-hmm. So all right, well glad that was discussed. Either way, wasn't actually mad about you. So it just a misunderstanding, but. That's what happens with uh, close friends sometimes.
0: Right. I was just salty because I thought you called out my character. So I was like, how how dare <laughs> a close friend that knows who I am?
1: I don't know what I said that made you think that, but then you definitely did call out my character and I didn't read it, so...
0: I don't know, but I I was very sensitive that weekend.
1: Yeah, and we, we move past it. Mm-hmm. We just keep on moving past
0: <laughs> we it. We just chug along.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean... I'm not supposed to segue in into what your questions were, but I know another thing you wanted to ask kind of has to go in line with friendship. So did you want to mm-hmm. bring that forward? Because I, I can't reframe your question in a way that you brought forward. I feel
0: like it wasn't really a question. I feel like we've just, over the years, talked about how important friendship has always been, mm-hmm. like for you and for me, not necessarily our own, but like with other people. Mm-hmm. And um, how it's it's just like a, a safe place almost and like just something we really value and like prioritize in our lives and i guess more so for you is like you are known not known
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're renowned i'm a renowned friend (laughs) world five star
0: (laughs) on the pedestal. new york
1: times top 100 friends
0: yeah but like you know you like get your friends like good expensive gifts that like okay 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 but like you see and i feel like we've talked before in like one of the conversations where it's like you know it doesn't get reciprocated always but like you're a place where like it doesn't matter to you because like you you know you value their friendship and you know maybe their view of friendship is different do you know what i'm talking about
1: yes and well maybe so you can turn it up if you want to turn up the heat no, it's okay okay so um so, from what I just understood of that spiel, what I'm taking from that is, well, what really kind of... I hate that people say this, is I will get friends or whoever expensive gifts. I think that speaks more about uh, a bad quality of my own than my friends.
0: Okay, it's not necessarily just a gift, but like, do you remember when you moved out here, you were like, oh, a lot of my, I know a lot of my friends won't want to make the drive out here, so you would have to make, like, you know, it's like, I give and take and you're always giving. No, you know, okay, I, you know, it's coming off wrong.
1: No. I, I think I know what you're saying, and honestly, I was wrong about that. My friends did come out here, so that's it, proven wrong. Yeah, I get proved wrong a lot more than I'd be proud to admit, but no, my friends came out here. Um, but and honestly, I've I'm trying to get better out about not giving like, not just expensive gifts, but. Uh, so. To your point, you said that I knew that like those types of gifts wouldn't be reciprocated, and oftentimes they weren't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that didn't bother me.
0: You got expensive taste, my dude.
1: Well, and I'm just a bitch to buy for. True. But uh, but that didn't bother me because like I went in there with the expectation of like I'm not expecting them to get me a gift, mm-hmm. and if they are, I don't expect them to spend as much. Mm-hmm. And I think. The reason I, and, and honestly, I think a lot of people don't like getting those gifts. I mean, they like the gift itself, but then they feel indebted oh, to me. yeah. And also, <laughs> I don't think any of my friends are nearly as materialistic as I am. Mm-hmm. So it's like.
0: Except for Ross. Note for Ross.
1: Note for Ross. Ross is pretty materialistic like me. But Ross also is very good about like um, personal experiences as well. Like. Oh, fair. So, I mean, it goes, and I think I'm good with both too, but I'm definitely one of the more materialistic ones in my group, which I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I would I would get these gifts because, for me, that's something I would like. Like, if somebody got me a gift like that, it's something I would like. Not that I expected it. So it's like, well, I want to give this to you because that's how I, that's the things I love, so mm-hmm. I want you to love it as well. And so that's what I want to do. Uh-huh. But it's made people uncomfortable and it's made people feel smothered or like,
0: it makes me think of, like, the little aliens from Toy Story that are, like, we're forever indebted to you. Or, like, uh, when Mr. Potato Like the Claw head, guys? Yeah, when Mr. Potato Head saves their lives. I didn't know they, they
1: said like, anything else besides, Le Claw. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they say this. Oh, well. I guess I'll have to go catch up on my Toy Story references. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I mean, the gift thing, I don't do as much anymore. Also, I've done some really outlandish gifts that I've been paying for, like, it just,
0: Shout out to getting better.
1: Yeah, so that one sucks. Um, but
0: Self-improvement.
1: Yeah, working on it. But, Aren't we all? But uh, the time one is what bothers me. Like, if I don't get a gift reciprocated, that that's fine because I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it. The one that bothers me is if I, like, put in, like, let's say, you know, you're, you're drunk at a bar and you call me to pick you up, and I do. Mm-hmm. And then I do it and you don't. That shit pisses me off because it's like, dude, I... I didn't have to do this. I'm going out of my way to give you attention, to give you time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Please do it back. Does that
0: mean I have uh, a coupon or whatever saved for getting picked up in the bar when I'm drunk?
1: Yeah. Well, you don't have a coupon. There's no. I don't keep tally. And the thing is, so and this is and you can pick this apart if you want, but Mm -hmm. I will say it's not a one for one for me. Like if I pick you up once, I don't expect you to give me once. Mm-hmm. If I pick you up 10 times, I expect you to give me once. Like I just know that you would do it, not oh. that I'm going to call on you to do it every single time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, it I think it took a while for me to establish the relationships I'm at now. Like, okay, so for example, when I first, I mean, I always try to give people attention and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it wasn't reciprocated in the same amount that I gave. But I think... Because I've been consistent about like being there for people when they need it, mm-hmm. now I'm getting it back. Oh, okay. Um, and also, I think what ha- helps too is, you know, when I went through my difficult spell, I opened up a lot and mm-hmm. got really vulnerable. And yeah, I'd say from ninety percent of the people, that's increased our relationship. And now mm-hmm. I think people not only trust me more, but will be there for me yeah. more. And they know that I will be there for them more. So I don't know if that answered your question or if I just went down a really no, long I rabbit think hole.
0: You definitely went down a rabbit hole. But I think.
1: Good questions from this guest.
0: Oof, I just came prepared. Um, I think that I relate to it when it comes to like the reciprocating aspect of like. I, so I have my close friend group. And, like, especially... Are we allowed to say names or is that You know.
1: can say names. Just don't talk so like, shit about these people. I'm, I'm
0: not. And Kair knows that whatever I would say to whomever... Shout out Kair. Shout out Kiki. He'll be on. I would... I want him to. I would say it to his face. But, like, I I text him all the time. And, like, he's a busy dude. He's uh, out here grinding with the pistons and whatnots. Smart man. Yep. And, um, like, I would text him. And at times, he's just, like, it's me always texting first. Or, like, yeah. me always reaching out first. And it's not even that, like... I get mad at him it's just that like I start overthinking like oh maybe he just doesn't care about me as much as I care about him or like maybe I'm bothering him or like being annoying so then that's when I'm like oh I have to like drop off and like not talk to my friends as much when usually I like I'm pretty good about like hey what's up what are you doing and like just talking not frequently but like whenever they come to mind
1: why do you think that you start questioning cuz I mean, someone like Kay or or myself, like, if we don't respond, I think you damn well know that we're probably busy or something. No, 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 I know. So what, what, why do you think that you start, like, questioning, like, oh, maybe I I care more or...
0: I think it's, like, because I know that we're all, like, grown and, like, you have your life, I have my life, and we can go, like, months without talking, and then, like, we'll talk and it'll be fine. It's just, like, after months have passed where I've tried to talk to him, like, multiple times, and it's just, like... I, like, I don't feel, like, mm-hmm. we're the same care level, then I'll be like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I mean, And I get that to an extent, like, uh, I, mean, I keep saying to an extent. I got to s- fucking stop doing that, <laughs> it, dude.
0: It's, um, your so, tagline.
1: So Yeah, I'm just going to get a t-shirt, to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. but, I mean... This doesn't bother me so much anymore, but it it sometimes does. Like, so for, like for example, if you're messaging somebody and like you're using emojis and like you're putting character in your conversation, and they're just fucking firing off like three sentences or sorry, three word sentences with like periods or like they're not they're not reciprocating the communication the same way mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. That's I don't take it personal, but it is kind of like yo, do you even want to have this fucking conversation? So
0: yeah, but then it's like, why don't they want to have the conversation?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, okay, so I guess, you know, I asked you that question, but now I'm starting to think, maybe I feel the same way sometimes, like, or do you ever, like, if, uh let's say you text somebody, and they didn't respond, and you text them again, or, and they gave you, like a, like, a one fucking word response or something. Oh, then I'm worried. Right? Yeah, then, but I'm then like, what's going but on? But then you see them in person, it's like, oh, dude, sorry, I was busy, or, like, oh, I didn't yeah. see your text, which is weird, because so i did this recently i'm not going to say who because this doesn't really matter but i it's like somebody who I, i'm close one of my guy friends close buddies with mm-hmm. i would text him and like he'd leave it on red or like he wouldn't respond i'm like did Is i he... do something to piss him off what? and i saw him in person i was like yo are you good and he's like yeah bro i've just been i just don't, i miss something sometimes like no and i felt it. like crazy for asking
0: and and like for that like I empathize because sometimes I just, like, get anxiety from texting. So, like, I text, like, like, I don't even want to look at it because I have to think about, like, oh, my God, I have to open the app and then I have to click on their name and then I have to think of what to say and then I have to wait for a response and then I have to keep the conversation going. So then it's, like, too much for me. So I, like, I think I go in waves of, like, texting and not texting. But when I do text somebody and they're just, like, I'm fine or whatever, then Mm -hmm. I'm, like, oh, like, are they okay? Not, like, do they feel okay about me? It's, like do they need anything, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think, well, and I, if I had to guess why you think that and you can tell me if you think I'm right is oh, when you are not doing well, you fucking don't respond to people.
0: Oh, yeah. I base, I think I base a lot of my people assumptions based on how I would, like why I would, which I, I guess everybody does that because you only yeah. know your own, like, experiences, so I would only know how I react. So when people react for a way that I think I would react in that scenario and, like, the reasons why, then I'm like, okay, like, there's something... And, like, 99% of the time, they're just like, nah, I'm busy. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, oh, my God.
1: Dude, that burns me all the time. Because the weird thing is, like, some of the people I've been friends with been friends with a long time, really close with, I... If I really think about it, I know how they're going to react to something I do or say. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'll respond to them in a way that, like, I would expect them to respond to me. Yes. And they will not like it. And it's like... Well, that, or or like if somebody gets pissed off at something, it's like, mm-hmm. why wow, that one? It fucking pissed me off.
0: Yeah, like, I think it's just like the expectation of like, oh, I expect you to reply this certain way, or I expect you to act like that because that's how I would act in this scenario. But it's just like different people,
1: different people, man. They're different people. <laughs> I think that brings it back to like empathy and mindfulness, though. Like I, I know Kayla mentioned it. Like, shout out Kayla. Yeah, shout out Kayla. Um just because you don't react the way I wanted you to or the way that mm-hmm. I think I would react or the way I thought you would react. Yeah. I mean, it and is awkward. It
0: makes things so much more complicated because it's like, okay, like, we got in an argument. You're entitled to feel however to, like, you want to feel about it, but I'm also entitled to feel however I want to feel about it. So then it's like, how do you concede?
1: Yeah, because you don't want the issue to just sit there and fester and then ignore it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Wow. Like you
0: can't push a person to feel as different.
1: So let me ask you this, and I, this this might this this might be um, situational. Like it depends upon the situation. Mm-hmm. But let's say you're in an argument, right? Mm-hmm. At what point do you concede, even though you still think you're right?
0: Um, am I arguing to like? Is it? just like oh we're arguing whether earth is like flat or not or are we arguing like oh you hurt my feelings
1: yeah well i guess that response even though you didn't really answer it answered my question now i'm thinking about it because you can't really argue emotion but that's the thing too is like there's a there's a certain conversation i'm thinking in my head where i there's a disagreement between me and a friend right Mm -hmm. and you know what they're saying to me is just like dude are you fucking like are you serious like You know, you talk to me this way all the time. It's not anything Mm -hmm. that big of a deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, I apologized already. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm really in the wrong, Mm -hmm. but do you want me to give you an apology anyway? Like, is it better to talk those out and just butt heads and then agree to disagree? Or is it better just... Like, if if, if you decide that, you know what, Mm -hmm. I don't really fucking care to win this battle, fine, I'm sorry, you're right.
0: I, like... (laughs) Everything's so hard now. Because I feel like we're at a point with everything where it's like, okay, you have a very strong opinion. I have a very strong opinion. So I feel like a lot of my arguments recently have been like, okay, agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. And then like that doesn't even solve anything anyways. It's like, why am I even having this conversation if we're at the same place where we started? And then I get mad at myself because I wasn't able to like prove my points correctly. Or like I don't know if the other person really understood like how it made me feel Mm -hmm. or how it like still hurts or whatever. So... (laughs) I don't even know what we're trying to prove anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not something you need to prove. It's just a discussion. And it is hard nowadays because... So, I'm okay. Okay. Well, I don't like to lose, right? That's I think it's known. Mm-hmm. I don't think most people like to lose. I love it. She's just a big old loser. Um, <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm okay with like conceding if it's going to just move us past this. Like, I... The situation I'm thinking of, it's okay if we just move past it. Mm-hmm. However, how many times am I, like, that's what's hard for me. is like, okay, I move past, th- past this one even though I'm still convinced I was not in the wrong. How many times do I keep conceding and then, what, you're just going to walk all over me? Or you're just going to keep having it your way? But
0: then, so, like, you're not really moving past it because then you're, like, in your mind, it still, like, lingers. Because I feel like when you concede or when you ad- agree to disagree, like, it's not resolved. And, like, you still have it, like, weighing on you.
1: So, okay. So for this one, I'm thinking it's resolved to me because I understand where Mm. the initial like, um, uh, hurt feelings came from. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And I apologized, but then I tried to make a case Mm -hmm. of like, do you get my point? And it was just totally off the table. Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't bother me to the point of like, well, we're not going to talk until you see my, see it my way. So I'll move past it and I'll put it behind me and it doesn't really Mm -hmm. bother me. I'm still going to treat it the same way. However, if this happens again, do I do the same thing? And how many times do I have to keep conceding and just me being okay with pushing it to the side because it doesn't bother me that much? Mm -hmm. Because eventually, if you keep treating me that way, it will bother me. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four times, I can deal with it it, because it's not worth losing a friend over. But Mm -hmm. how many fucking times? When's the cutoff?
0: I don't know. I think you've got to pick your battles.
1: Yeah. Well... I try not to battle anymore. Verbally. Dude,
0: I used to love confrontation, and it's so draining now.
1: Well, also, I'd rather just have like, I'd rather just have a phone call. But that's another thing, too, is it's hard to have a conversation. Well, here's one thing I've learned. A lot of people, mm-hmm. like if let's say we're having a heated discussion, right, We're we're Nazi not eye. if I said, hey, rain check, we'll talk about this tomorrow, that mm-hmm. might piss off, pit, even though I think that's a good idea, mm-hmm. in the moment, that might piss off the other person like real fucking hard. It did. Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, but it was a good idea, probably. No,
0: I, like, I was in a clear mindset.
1: You were in a clear mindset? Yeah. Yeah, a destructive clear mindset.
0: (laughs) Clear mindset? You were ready to fucking gut me, dude. (laughs) I was. Yeah,
1: but then what happened the next day?
0: We had a phone call.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and we were both more open and mindful about it. Yeah, but I still
0: heard about it, and I still don't understand.
1: (laughs) Okay, but point being, <laughs> as shitty as it is to be told, hey, I'm not talking to you about this right now, mm-hmm. it's, probably, it's probably better. Can you admit that or am I wrong?
0: No, because I always do that because I do usually have to cool off. But it's still like, I don't know. You were just like, you're mad about this and w- we'll talk later. And it's like, yeah, I'm mad. But just because I'm mad doesn't mean I'm just like spitballing. Hey, th- maybe the last part, because I didn't understand well where you were coming from. But like,
1: but could you see from my extent of, yo, I said this as a joke, and now I'm just getting fucking just book of, you know, uh attacking me. Uh huh. So I mean, what would have happened if I would have responded is eventually I would have got emotional and said some shit that is, uh, you know, rude. Uh
0: huh.
1: And then and then the conversation to redeem ourselves would have been a lot harder than hey. Well, now I'm curious as to what you would have said. I would probably just made some shit up. I don't know. The thing is. It's probably better we didn't get into a screaming fight, right? Or did you want to have a fucking screaming fight? No. <laughs> I'm not attacking you now. I'm just saying. Said <laughs> so you, you don't want to admit that it's ice when it melts. You, <laughs> you have backwash.
0: No, I don't know what that is.
1: Uh, I got glaucoma. <laughs> um That's
0: not funny. No, we do not find glaucoma funny.
1: <laughs> Trapped in my mind podcast does not condone... <laughs> Hateful <laughs> verbiage towards glaucoma. Patience, patience, or the disease itself. Yes. Um Well, then we'll just fucking we'll table that last discussion because apparently you want to be <laughs> the a firecracker. Discussion
0: will be had off screen. You
1: wanna you wanna be a firecracker and and I argue just, in the moment, but I, I'm telling you, it's not I a don't good idea. Usually,
0: want to argue in the moment, but like.
1: But I, even now, you said that you were in a clear headspace, and you might you think You a so? dude, you were coming you were coming in hot
0: because we can discuss it after (laughs) we can have the discussion after
1: look what i got myself into (laughs) yeah are you mad every night right now no okay we're past it though right yeah (laughs) oh boy i'm in for some fucking shit after this one Well then, just a very natural segue into the next and final topic. Why is it natural? Because it, it's very not natural. So that was like, oh, that was sarcasm. Oh, oh, so. I didn't
0: catch the sarcasm.
1: Well, there's uh, one culture cultural difference.
0: <laughs> I'm very sarcastic usually,
1: but you can't understand sarcasm. <laughs> anyway, do <laughs> you want to pivot into the to the last uh, topic that we kind of pre-identified?
0: Me myself? No, I feel like that seems arrogant. What do you mean? Like me just going and... No,
1: but like that topic.
0: I don't know how to do it.
1: So okay. Go ahead. So, I'll... And if if you want to cut this out after, fine. Or if this is too personal, just tell me and we'll, we'll finish off the last 15 minutes with some silly shit. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have abundance of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I'll start off by saying that I'm really proud of you for is...
0: Oh, God, not the praise.
1: <laughs> well, praise and then a question. Okay. And uh, you deserve to hear it. Uh, you handle uh, your emotions, I think, very well, and you help other people handle emotions very well. One thing that one piece of advice that I'm greatly indebted to you for mm-hmm. is when I was going through some shit, mm-hmm. uh, you know I said, but there's people who have it way worse. And I remember exactly you telling me this. You can't compare yourself to other people, and I know a lot of people say it, but for for some reason it clicked when you said it to me, and I have not forgotten it. I can't compare myself to other people when I'm feeling bad because if I did, it would only be fair to compare myself to other people when I'm doing good.
0: Can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Uh, my therapist, my former therapist Allison, told me that. So. She, um,
1: Plug to Allison.
0: Yeah. Uh, wait, it's like recognition where it is due or whatever. Yeah. Because that was not my quote. That's what Allison. Yeah,
1: but you know what? It was your it was your decision to pass that information on to me, mm-hmm. and you said it with conviction, which means you believed in it, right? I do. Point being. You told me it would, only, it would only be fair to myself to do that if I also compared when I'm feeling good to people who have more, mm-hmm. which no one ever does. Like if you're feeling good, you want to feel good. You don't want to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, I could have more money or I could have more success or I could have, I could be smarter. Like you feel <laughs> good and you let yourself feel good. Mm-hmm. So when I feel bad, I should let myself feel bad and compare it to only myself. Yes. I think that's a very mature thing to not only say, but believe in and practice so Mm -hmm. point being from where from when i first met you and how you deal with your emotions and and how you carry yourself has come a long way so i just want to tell you proud of you for that thank you but before we were very close you Mm -hmm. know i know you kind of had your battle with mental health right Mm -hmm. was it specifically it was depression right Mm -hmm. and i know you went to a hospital for it Mm -hmm. i never we never really discussed that and I mean,
0: it's not really the thing to discuss.
1: <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I don't know how to bring it up, but I am curious. Like, did you hate it? Did you learn from it? Was it needed? Do you wish you never did it?
0: I wish I never... Well, I feel like you're under the, like, misconception that I did it willingly.
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, all I know is you were there. I don't know what sparked that. I don't know who checked you in. If you checked yourself in, how long you were there, where you were. I don't know anything.
0: I don't know how... What grade th- was it? Eighth.
1: Okay. Like, eighth grade or, like, going into ninth?
0: no like we it was like while we were practicing like were were you ever in any of the plays at emerson
1: uh no but i i remember watching plays it
0: was like during it was just like right smack during like the middle of the eighth grade okay i don't know how back of an explanation you want do you just want whatever you're comfortable facts?
1: with yeah whatever you're comfortable with uh,
0: uh, well i don't know this is your podcast you can tell me <laughs>
1: I don't know what you're going to say, so I can't tell you. (laughs)
0: Well, if we go off the incident itself, when I was in the eighth grade, I just had, like, a lot of stuff going on. You see, no, I feel like I have to go back. So, okay. okay. When I moved here, I was, like, I moved here in the sixth grade. So, obviously, it's, like, a kind of a big change Mm -hmm. for someone, like, no matter their age, but I think it's particularly hard when you're, like, a kid because, like, so I grew up in Mexico. And during the summer, I had come to the U.S. with my dad for, like, vacation. And then...
1: The summer of what grade?
0: The summer going into sixth grade. So the summer of 2009. Okay. So I was just here for, like, vacation. And, like, it was always, like, oh, my God, like, the U.S., you know?
1: That was, like, the... It was just, like, oh, my God, I'm going to the
0: U.S. Yeah, like, it was just, like, hype. So then we moved back. And, uh, like, out of nowhere, my dad was, like, in two weeks, we're moving to the U.S.,
1: he already lived here i thought right
0: yeah my dad's from here okay so it was just like a very very fast move and i was supposed to go into sixth grade in mexico and i was like really excited to finish like elementary school with all my friends and like stay with all my family because we're like very family oriented and then so like two weeks we sold everything we moved here and we like moved in with my aunt and then i like went to school which was hard because i my english was good but not good enough to like understand native speakers
1: culture shock a little bit
0: yeah and then like my family like my parents started going in like decline like heading towards divorce and there's a thing called i think it's like diathesis stress model or something okay and it's like you're born like everybody's born with like you know how depression can be like passed down through like genetics so i'm born let's say like at this level And the threshold is, like, right here for, like, where mental illness shows. Okay. So, if I'm already born at this level, which, like, depression and anxiety, like, runs in my family. And all these events, like, push me up, push me up, push Mm -hmm. me up. Which is what I think, like, how I think I got, like, diagnosed with major depressive disorder. So, then, moving from 6th grade to 8th grade, my parents were getting divorced. And I was, like, a really bad divorce. And we ended up living at, like, a women's shelter for like four months. And then, so I just like-
1: was, was this eighth grade or before? Sorry.
0: I don't really remember, but I okay. know it was in middle school. And I don't remember if it was before or after the hospital, but it was somewhere
1: mm-hmm. in the mix.
0: And so I had written this like very lengthy, like goodbye letter. Cause I was just like sick of it. And-
1: Like to clarify, do you mean like to run away or like peace oh, out?
0: Oh, like-, like
1: hardcore <laughs> peace out. Okay.
0: Yeah. We were hardcore peacing out. And I had given, given it to a really, really close friend of mine at the time. Or not given it to her. I showed her. I'm not sure. And she had told a counselor. Which, at the time, I was, like, infuriated. But mm-hmm. in hindsight, obviously, it's the right thing to do. And the counselor told my mom. And my mom took me to a therapist. So, I met this therapist for, like, literally the first time. And so, I was like, okay, like, therapy is supposed to help you. So, I just, like, unleashed. And... My mom came in at the end of the appointment and the therapist was like, she needs to go to the mental hospital like now.
1: In the first meeting? Yes. should liter- have said that Literally the
0: first meeting. In
1: front of you? I mean, either way, that's... Well, that's, yeah. That's-
0: I, I don't remember if I like was asked to leave the room and she only told my mom or if I was still there, but...
1: That's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And my mom obviously didn't want to do that. But the therapist was like, okay, but if she kills herself, like, that's on you. And the state can, like, prosecute you, I think, for, like, child endangerment or, some, or because something. Because she
1: she got a medical yeah. uh, warning basically saying to do this and she's ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
0: So that night, I, like, my mom drove me to the children's hospital because you're supposed to go to, like, the actual hospital first. And we stayed there, and, like, at 3 in the morning, one of the beds... Because you just wait around for, like, a bed at the mental hospital to open up. Yeah. And one of the beds at a hospital in called, like, Kingswood, in, like, the middle of the hood, like, opened up. So, it like, um, I got transported, like, in the ambulance to be taken there. And I was there for two weeks with kids, like, other kids. And it's, like, it was a mix because I think, like, I personally don't think... I should have been there and I think that my experience at the hospital made everything worse but um
1: so how could it get worse from you know what you wrote like
0: cuz cuz then it's like you go in and you're again like vulnerable to this person that's like supposed to help you but then Mm -hmm. they automatically like put you in the mental hospital and it's not like the funnest thing in the world and you're with these kids Where, like, the whole time I was like, I don't belong here. Like, I don't think my mental health issues are nearly as bad. And there was, like, I remember there was this kid that had schizophrenia. And, like, every Monday he would pack his bags because he'd be like, my mom's coming to get me, my mom's coming to get me. But, like, he was, like, a resident. Like, he was living there. Mm -hmm. And, like, if he'd get mad, he'd, like, smash his hands on the table, like, really hard. And it was just, like, scary because, like, you didn't know anybody. And then they would, like warn you of like kids that might attack you if you like pissed them off Mm -hmm. so it's just like a really hard environment and then when you get put in the mental hospital they automatically start putting you on antidepressants and again i'm sure the mental hospital and antidepressants are great for some people but they have never been good for me Mm -hmm. so then like i didn't have a choice in any of the matters so then i got put on an antidepressant and for years i like tried to get off of it but they always told me that like I wasn't ready that I couldn't do it
1: and you can't make that choice if you're under 18
0: um like the choice to take it
1: yeah like like if you say I don't want to take it I mean I guess you could always like hide it or whatever but well even
0: after I turned 18 and I was still going to the psychiatrist I'd be like oh like I I don't I think the medicine isn't helping like I still feel crappy I want to stop and just try other methods and they'd be like no like they just tell me no so then i ended up just weaning myself off the medicine myself like on my own
1: and you think it's probably best that you are off it
0: i think so i the side effects were too much for me
1: okay so question and i hope this doesn't come off as offensive but when you were saying that when you were in the um uh mental hospital you said you didn't think that your mental health was as bad as these
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean looking back at it what i mean If you really were thinking about killing yourself, that's almost as bad as it gets, you know?
0: But I feel like I've always had, like, high functioning. Like, I wasn't... Like, yeah, I guess, like, killing yourself is the worst outcome. But, like, I was still, like, carrying on about my life normally. And, like, a lot of the kids were, like, kids that just weren't able to... And, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it because they, they were all, like, great people. And, like, I did make friends.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the people, the kids and the... Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But I just feel like it would have been much better for me had I just gone into the therapy appointment and just, like, kept going to therapy. But then it's, like, because everything happened so fast and I got put in this mental hospital. And it's, like, it feels like jail. Like, they come take your temperature and, like, your blood pressure, like every morning at like 5am and then you have like you have a schedule every day and you have like shower time and then you have like coping mechanisms or like group therapy and then like on fridays you can make a line to like call your parents and you get like an hour of phone call like jail yeah it's like not it's not in like all the doors you have to like you need a scan pass to like get through Mm -hmm. and like your visits can only be like 18 years or older and I don't know. I just feel like had I just gone through the therapy route, it would have been a lot better for me. And then again, like getting put in the mental hospital, my mindset wasn't like okay, get better. My mindset was like get out of like get out of here as fast as you can. So then I just learned to like play the game of mm-hmm. like oh my god, I am getting better.
1: Like acting. Yeah. yeah. So then
0: when I got out, I had to do like mandatory therapy because you have to usually do like behavioral therapy as you're taking medicine, and Because I was like, okay, I went to the therapist once and she immediately sent me Mm -hmm. to the, like, mental hospital. I can't be vulnerable. Like, you know, I can't open up anymore. So then literally for, like, a decade, I would go to the therapist and, like, never, like, talk about anything. So there was never an improvement because my mindset was always, like, play the game. Tell them what they want to hear. So then I wasn't helping myself improve because... I you know.
1: So you're really just delaying the whole. You were telling them what they wanted to hear, so that way you could just get out of there. Because, Mm -hmm. so two questions. How long were you uh, there, in the mental hospital? I was in the hospital
0: for two weeks, but then I went to like. There's a group called Face to Face, Uh because, like a couple months later, I like was in the therapist and she was like oh I think you have to do like a screening or something so then we drove we drove to Taylor and then they do like screening for your mental health and the lady was like oh I think you have to go to the mental hospital again and I literally was like like no I will like for sure kill myself if I Mm -hmm. go there again so I went to like face to face which instead of staying there overnight you go from like nine to three and it's kind of like school but they teach you like again like anger management or coping mechanisms blah 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 so
1: and that was more helpful.
0: Um, I was still just like playing the game.
1: Okay. Uh, well, the last thing I'll ask is just, I mean, I, I can make assumptions, but I'd rather just ask mm-hmm. the, um, when you went to the therapist the first time and that was a response, how did that make you feel? If you can remember,
0: I feel like I was just like distraught because when you're, when you're like in it, like I feel like depression now is kind of like an identity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm depressed. Like, that's who I am now. Mm-hmm. And like, I-, I had never, like growing up, like in retrospect, like I did have anxiety, but like I was never like chronically sad or anything. Mm-hmm. So it was just like the, oh, cause no one ever like sits there and like based off their behavior, they're like, damn, I think I'm depressed. Like, yeah.
1: especially, especially that young.
0: Yeah. So then it was like, oh my God.
1: Was like, like a hard truth to face?
0: It wasn't even like a truth. It was like, I think she's wrong.
1: Oh, you're saying, so when you went there the first time and you're opening up and she's saying, oh, she needs this. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't know. Maybe I was just like a stubborn
1: Well, style. I mean, I could see it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can only imagine, right? Because, you know, someone telling you what you are. And it's that extreme could Mm. be hard to hear, but the same regard in the same stroke, like, did you like forget that you wrote a letter, or, I mean, I know it might be a weird or a tough question, but
0: I I guess like I don't really know what you're asking.
1: Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. It's just like I could see how it'd be very um, alarming or like almost. So I the way you're telling the story, it almost sounds like when you went into the therapist. Uh, you were expecting maybe some type of remedy or you could you could express how you feel and maybe it wouldn't be so bad but instantly it was oh you're crazy or you you know well
0: I feel like I I thought it was gonna be more of like her giving me feedback rather than her listening the whole time not really telling me anything and then bringing my mom in and being like I've concluded she has to go to the mental hospital where like I feel like that was too harsh of a like f- I almost felt felt like punished
1: so did you feel like you couldn't trust her or a therapist in general yeah okay that's that's what it that's what I gathered from what you were saying without you actually saying that because mm-hmm. I could imagine like if I went in there why and be vulnerable whether it's a therapist or whoever and they instantly like write me off to a, a quick fix or an easier mm-hmm. fix instead of like working with it with yeah. me through it I'd be like dude like I'm here I'm trying yeah and you're just gonna push me off to medication and you know the hospital? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, then to take it to a more positive light, I mean, hopefully it's more positive light, <laughs> right? Whether you're a functioning, depre- depressive person or if you've, you know, gotten better from then, hopefully that's the case. Mm-hmm. How have you learned to function properly and, and explore your emotions in a way that's not as destructive? At least I think you do.
0: I definitely do, but I don't know if it's to like the point where i can call it like healthy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but i think of like because you know i went from like not trusting therapy at all and like thinking it was all like a scam Mm -hmm. to like coming back to it and now i mean i don't see him as much anymore because i don't like telehealth yeah and i moved but the few times that i see i did see um good old christopher he was great and he was funny and i think i learned Um, well with therapy specifically like a lot of the people are very conventional and they just tell you like the same things as like oh if you're having a panic attack like ground yourself count the things like touch the surface to like
1: because they've studied it
0: yeah but and i just feel like they just regurgitate that and again like maybe that really works for some people but it's never worked for me and chris has always been very unorthodox and like he has a little nerf gun and like he's thrown chocolates at me before and like i just you know it's just like finding your person Mm -hmm. and then with it personally i guess i i have gotten better at coping and moving away honestly really
1: helped
0: my mental health yeah and um i don't know just like little little things working at it but a lot of the times it's not like I, th- I think it comes in waves yeah and when it does happen like my mentality is just like you like you just have to write it out and like you just have to wait for it to pass because it's like hard i think it's particularly hard like when i was a kid because it was like m- my life isn't bad so like mm. why am i depressed like why do i want to die and s- so it's like my thing always has been like what like I can't fix this Mm -hmm. because there's no reason in my life why I should feel like this. And like, I, I could like, I have a family, I have food, everybody's happy, everybody's safe, but I still feel miserable. So then it's like, how can I even fix that? So it feels like you're always like, you know, you just kind of have to accept that it's always going to be kind of like your cross to carry Mm -hmm. and you just have to learn how to manage it better. So now I'm just like, right right out the lows
1: yeah i mean it sounds like what what's helping you is that you've educated yourself on what it is and how it's going to be it comes in waves you probably didn't know that when you were young because it was new to you right
0: no when i was young it was like perpetual
1: (laughs) exactly so you've learned that it's coming waves and also you realize that you don't have to have and don't let me speak for you but this is what Mm -hmm. i'm drawing from is um you don't have like things are good in your life and it's okay to still feel like shitty it's obviously not fun but it's not like you're trying to find out what's making you feel shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think just, you're, just... You've learned more about your feelings and shit like that, and that's kind of helped you, right? Yeah. Okay. I hope I wasn't speaking for you. That's just what I'm gathering. No.
0: It's just like I don't even know the answer to it either. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I... Given all the therapy that I've had, like I should, I should be really good at like coping with it. But literally all I do is like wait.
1: Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't know what works for you, because I, you know, everyone is different. But like I said, the progress I've seen and how you handle yourself, at least from what I know, has been um, positive. So
0: thanks. My number one goal is like continued self improvement
1: and self-growth. And I think you continually do improve. And when you and when you do have like some type of setback, I think you are open to like talking about it and seeing mm-hmm. how that could be, you know, mitigated in the future. So.
0: It's a conscious effort.
1: Good. Good for you. Proud thanks. of you. I'm glad that you know you you work through it um, <laughs> um to turn it to just a, end it on a final happy note
0: uh-huh.
1: one good mental health tip or something you do that keeps you happy or that you'd like to do that you know gets your mind away from all the bullshit that is life
0: i feel like i should have thought about this beforehand because i feel like everybody has their go-to thing
1: i'm just surprised i'm not hearing what i thought it was gonna be but that's i guess me being prejudiced so what did you think it was gonna be no i'm gonna wait for you to answer it and well, then i'll tell you what i think it was gonna be
0: um i like sleeping
1: <laughs> okay you want to elaborate
0: I Just sleep it off. just be unconscious <laughs> and and uh plants make me happy and um go. plugging american express gift cards or not gift cards uh credit cards. I got the Calm app. So oh, see, I like man. that it tells me to like take a deep breath. It's nice. And then it does like mood checkings and like three things you're grateful for. And then it gives you like a quote and like how you, and then it asks like a question about it. I like that a lot.
1: So like positive affirmation or just things yeah. that trigger like positive thoughts yeah. as well as plants and sleep.
0: Yeah. I just got 10 new plants
1: so what kind of plants you want to share or
0: um i have an aloe plant a dfn a spider plant a couple oh, of
1: shout out uh what's her name who likes spiders
0: oh uh dr francois
1: dr francois <laughs> if you're out there she got a spider plant because of you she told me i named me. it aragog should have named it francois um
0: you don't get why it's named aragog it's fine i don't shout out to all the potter hands a lot of shout outs in this podcast
1: wes is gonna be like i fucking love harry potter <laughs> uh no i thought you were gonna say traveling because i that,
0: oh yes but i feel like that's not readily attainable for everybody
1: yeah but it's i mean but like okay, th- but yes, let's, let's say you're doing like really shitty how can i
0: well i can't just be like oh i'm feeling real depressed let me book the flight out here
1: <laughs> i mean you could <laughs> like
0: it's no but
1: Okay, I mean, it's your mental health tip, so okay. it can be whatever you want. No, well, I'm just surprised it wasn't traveling, that's all.
0: Okay. It, yeah. Traveling?
1: No, it was sleep, <laughs> plants, and...
0: I had another one, but I can't Oh, painting. Painting.
1: Oh, yeah. painting. She's best. supposed to paint me something for my apartment a year ago and we haven't had it, but...
0: Oh, okay. Here's the thing with your painting. Oh, I'm incorporating knitting into it, and knitting takes time.
1: You're knitting and painting? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, um, we are going to, once that's done, Unveil, and, and un- five, unveiling in five years when it's done, Whoa. I'll post the update.
0: <laughs> Big procrastinator.
1: Um. Anyway, good mental health tip. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on, we're going to go get some fucking pizza.
0: Yes. Um, also, I have to pee.
1: Go ahead and pee, I gotta do this fuck, I hate doing this part, but I gotta do it. Oh,
0: what's, what is it? I can not Just, uh... Thank you, everybody, for spending the past hour and eight minutes trapped in our minds.
1: I've never once said that, so... <laughs> This is a very unorthodox ending to this episode. Well, our so, audience liked it. No, I got to plug like the socials and whatnot. Oh, oh,
0: uh, Actually, follow us. Follow Trapped in my T- Tim Pod Jesus
1: Christ. on
0: Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Okay,
1: hold on. Let me say my little part, and then I'll turn to you to do what I would like you to do. Okay. Okay. If you'd like to be a guest on that podcast, message me on Instagram at podcast. Or find my personal Instagram. My name Seth Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or send me an email at timmpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Also, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared it with others, gave me mm-hmm. feedback, good or bad, mm-hmm. comment, like, um, subscribe, and give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Carla gave me a review. She's the only one on there right now. <laughs> I have a lot of likes in supo-
0: there. I support the friends.
1: Have some subscribers. Yeah. Some reviews would be nice so I know what mm-hmm. people like and dislike.
0: Yeah. Um, I love... Love c- good criticism.
1: Yeah, I do love good criticism because it helps me not be boring.
0: Also, if you have any ideas.
1: Yes, that's what I was going to say. If you have anything that you want me to discuss with people, I mean, preferably, come on and discuss it with me. But otherwise, shoot me some ideas of things that I need to add to my list of topics. Mm-hmm. So shoot me some or ideas. if you looking for new friends. Yeah. If you want, well, again, that would bring me to say, come on the podcast. Um, this is a very long outro. This was for, just for me, not for the podcast.
0: I'm looking for new friends every- just my- find her <laughs> just find her, her my- Bumble
1: for Friends account yes even Bumble though it'd be FF. random it'd be random and you have to set your location very far away yep um either way thank you for coming thank you guys thank you uh this was time. a crazy outro Carla that was fun um until next week okay. bye bye